Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Looks Like We Made It. I'm Izzy Howell and I'm joined by my dad Chris to talk all things video marketing. We are the father and daughter who run the video production company Howell Film and each week we will be discussing all sorts like what happens behind the scenes on our projects, getting results from your video content, how to start using video in your business and plenty more to come. We're always up for candidly conversing about creativity. On this episode we are discussing data integrity. So without further ado, let's get started. And of course, never miss an episode every Tuesday by giving us a follow or subscribe, as well as finding Howl Film on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Let's go. That took me a while. That took you a while, that time, didn't it? (laughs) Yes. So, data integrity. What is it? Who wants Um, it? Who needs it? uh, Okay. Uh, Well, everyone needs it. Anybody that that produces any sort of data, you you put all your effort into making whatever you're making, and then you've saved it. And then what you need to do then is figure out worst case scenarios, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, And I'm going to get this in early, all right? (laughs) Um, which is my old my old man saying, there are two kinds of hard drives in the world, one that's failed and one that's about to fail. Hence why we don't sleep, because we're always nervous about data. Well, we're not, we're not nervous because we've got a really robust well, data no, integrity policy. Because it's incredibly important. And when you are a video production company or you work in any kind of creative, uh, out, well, creative industry that requires information it requires having stuff like footage or photographs or artwork anything that's like there and you've just got it in front of you you want to make sure that's backed up you want to make sure you've got more than one copy somewhere else because if you lose that what are you going to do that's the value of the job you've just done i think there's well there's there's a number of there's a number of um things to discuss here um the the first thing um i would say is to do with quality equipment and and that's it's a bit boring but it's worth pointing out that um generally speaking you you get what you pay for so that's why you can buy a you can buy a 50 quid hard drive um which will do a job um and it's great for you know general general use or it's great for in part of a multiple backup type set, setting um, and then right up to really sort of expensive enterprise level drives mm. um, that, are, that are designed for really heavy duty data, you know, data mm. management, really sort of hard hitting type drives. And obviously there's lots of different types of drives. But, but I, from our perspective as a, as a, as a film production business, um, we create, as you know, we create vast amounts of data mm-hmm. um, and the value of that data is off the scale. I mean, it's interesting that, that we, um, you know, all our kit is insured and we've got, you know, really nice, lovely cameras and nice lenses and everything, but actually they can all be replaced. Um, it's a bit of an old cliche, but the um, the film, the, 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 the content, the, the data you've created on the shoot, that can't be replaced. And that's, so that's, that's, the, key, that's the key thing. Yeah. Um, and I suppose um, you can you can sort of end up in a sort of like 
sphere of paranoia that, you, <laughs> that, that he's like, well, I, okay, I've got my data, um, I've got my backup, and it's like, ooh, but do I need a backup of the backup? And then do I need a backup of the backup of the backup? <laughs> and before you know it, you're into this. But, but I think you just have to take a you just have to take a view. And I think a lot of it is to do with is to do with peace of mind. A lot of it is to do with you know when you're dealing with um, clients that that want to see your or want to know that you've got a data integrity policy, a specific mm. set of guidelines um, for handling data, then you know it's good practice. It's it's good it's good business practice to work in a um, in an organised um, you know um, managed way, which is totally at odds to most creative people and most people in the creative Absolutely. industry, because generally speaking, most people have you know, hard drives stacked up everywhere, external drives, internal drives, yeah. SSDs, the whole thing. But ultimately, provide, if you've got a system, the key thing is to define that system and, and stick to it. And Well, that's it. I think, I think that the reason why we ended up even talking about this is, A, that whenever we kind of take on bigger projects, the concept of data, it gets bigger every time. So when we first started working together a few years ago, we'd be there going, ah, oh, 40 terabytes, 40,000 gigabytes, that'll, that'll see us we'll through. No, we'll never fill that. And then give it six months and we're already going, right, we need 80 terabytes, right, we need 100, we need 150. And it keeps growing and growing and growing. Well, you double, you double your trouble as well, don't you? Because, of course, if you've got, even if you've got a 10 terabyte um, load of data, well, you need 20 because you've got to back <laughs> it up. Absolutely, and it, um, it keeps going, yeah. but that's the importance of backups because the reason why, yeah, and, and I wanted to talk about this because I did see um, that thing about Toy Story, which fit perfectly with um, when we've been working with like building our data storage and everything, which is about how in when they were doing the animation for Toy Story, they got pretty much towards the end of the film and someone typed the wrong command into the computer and deleted 98% of the film. Wow. No, like almost the entirety of Toy Story, a brilliant film, but it almost never existed. And they were all sat and then Woody and Buzz just vanished off the screen and it all went. And then the only thing that saved that film was the fact that there was a woman who was on maternity leave at home and she had a copy backed up on her laptop at home. And that is it. And all they, all they lost out of that was just a couple of days. And that is essentially the biggest fear of any editor or anyone who works with this amount of data. Like the, the filmmakers almost dump truck reverse the footage <laughs> onto my doorstep yeah. and then they and then they just say bye, mm -hmm. format their cards and then they carry on to the next job. But we sort of tell filmmakers to get whatever you need and be creative and shoot whatever you want and then it's up to the editor to decide what happens with it. But it's also up to the editor and us to work out, okay, how do we store all of that and how do yeah, we keep and, all of that and, how, and protect it? Yeah, protect it. I mean, the other thing, obviously, the other thing about, um, there's another side to this, is there's um, there's storage, i.e. kind of dumb storage, where time isn't a factor. Mm -hmm. um, and then there's storage and speed. Um, and then there's storage and proper rocket speed. Mm -hmm. So what I mean is that you can get, you can get a big, fat, lazy old-fashioned hard drive that'll just whir away and you can back your stuff up and it'll take four days to back up um, and when you've got a copy provided you don't need to access it that often you're not working off that drive it's there just to protect you that's one route to go in then you've got the kind of like the in-between world of um, you know a, a, a raid a raid system where basically you've got a bunch of hard drives 
join together to create one hard drive out of many hard drives. The beast of a hard drive. Yeah, and that, and also obviously RAID. I won't go into RAID now because that's a, a different topic. But but there are different different levels of RAID, and some offer speed, some offer protection. Generally speaking, if you go for RAID zero, which is the quickest option provides no protection whatsoever. So you, you might have a four or five disc or eight disc RAID array. If you've got it set at RAID zero, if one mm. disc fails, you've lost the data of eight discs or five discs or four discs. Um, or you can go the other way, you can go complete belt and braces and you can have a mirrored system where everything's copied over everything all the time. So if mm. one disc fails, you literally just pull it out, chuck it in the bin, stick a new one in, the RAID will build itself and you're back up and running and nobody's even, it's, it's had zero impact other than the cost of a new drive. Um, and obviously we, we use systems at different RAID levels um, for different things. I mean, we do have a RAID zero machine purely for editing, um, but that's always being backed up constantly, constantly, yeah, constantly, just in well. case, and offsite as well. Yeah. The, problem that, the problem that we have and people in our, in our industry have, obviously, is that um, the, the cloud would be a brilliant solution. It's a brilliant solution for most businesses. It's a great way of, you know, it covers all bases. All your data's off-site. Yeah. It's all being backed up. It's all, yeah, it's files. all got the, it's all got the backup of these big corporate players. But when you're generating the, the data that we're generating, it's impractical to, yeah. well, you know, there are people that do it, but it's, for us, it's impractical to start saving terabytes of information in one go up in the cloud because it all becomes such a big, um, you know, like a big juggernaut to, to try and try and manage. Whenever, well, from from the editing perspective, because like I said, I get the dump truck of footage thrown at me. And, and, and the, the thing that you get is you have, it's almost like when you try and distill all the footage down from a, from a shoot into a two minute film or a three minute film or whatever it may be, there is a process of taking a giant, giant, giant pile of footage and squeezing that into a tiny, tiny hole, like a funnel. It's like a funnel where the, the, the bowl of the funnel is massive and the output that you're getting out is tiny, like a bit like one of those giant... Keep the, you still have to keep the content. You still have to keep everything, yeah, yeah, because I might take two seconds out of one piece of footage that's actually 50 gig and I might take a minute out of something that's a lot smaller. But it's a, what happens is is that there's that there can be that battle with congestion and you have to weigh up the options of do you go for speed versus size so do I want everything in one place or do I want it sort of do I want to work on smaller things that are a bit faster and you have to work that out it's a bit like if you were working on in different notebooks but you had to keep each notebook in a separate room and you had to keep going between one and the other or you had them all stacked up in front of you it's whatever you have to work out how your workflow works best around the storage as well so there's lots of things so to consider of, kind of before you can dive into be kind of dynamic and creative and zany and, and off the wall you've got yeah. to actually be incredibly disciplined <laughs> and organized and and you know yeah, it's you quite it's very structured capturing when we say capturing footage as well that doesn't mean the actual filming of it so capturing is when um the filmmakers will return from a shoot and they'll have all of their SD cards or their SSDs or whatever they filmed on and then they'll pass me that and then that goes in the computer and that's where it gets dragged into specific folders and sections and and I'll even organize it down to morning or afternoon or if it's specific people doing specific things so you know exactly where everything is and then they get thrown onto a big backup and then I know it's there just in case which is obviously what we're always prepared for but my question to you yes. is 
how much of it is relying on tech or trusting technology versus you monitoring it and and being diligent oh, about that's it that's an interesting that's an interesting because you question. do put a lot of faith into you, you put technology. an awful lot of faith into it and actually that, that's a really interesting point because i, I read an inter- a thing that businesses never test their back, never test their backups um and they should you should actually you should actually test a backup and it, and it goes back to you know even even sort of because there's another there's another route which is tape uh, tape backups which is which sounds <laughs> like proper old old school but there's that is also a thing um, and it's and I've and in back in the back in the day I, I you know we, we used to do some big big tape backups and it is interesting that when you come to use them you stick them in the machine and oh oh it's blank oh it's been backing up for the last three years and nothing's happened so so checking and understanding and the data integrity of your backups are really you know it is important mm-hmm. because like any it's like any insurance policy isn't it it's it's a waste of money right up right up until the point you need to claim against it yeah. you know backups they're pointless what a waste of time i'm sitting here and it's whirring away and i'm desperate to go home and i and i'm gonna throw a hard drive in my di- in my bag just so i've got a copy for the weekend or whatever and, and but in reality should your office burn to the ground get burgled or flood then mm-hmm. you're going to be a hero because you've got this backup um, but you know, like the example you gave. Yeah. Um, but but generally speaking, touch wood, the office doesn't burn down, and get burned, or, or this entire wood. this entire talk fits nicely with the fact that it was Halloween a couple of days ago because we are terrified by talking about this. This is a ghost story for well, exactly. film companies, exactly. but it's it's true. I'm literally clutching the wooden desk as we speak. But it's yeah, I think that it's it's also a case of. Um, with the whole thing of what if, what if, what if, you could go down those scenarios for 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 ages yeah. if you'd want, but it's just that extra little peace of mind that, particularly with the pandemic, with working from home a lot more, and it's also you have to consider well if we work in the same office and we work in the same place, we can't have all our storage in the same place. No, we have to consider that. There's a lot of things to consider. An, always have an offsite. Always have an offsite copy. Because, um Because the other thing as well is that getting back to raid a raid even even in even raid five it's still not a backup mm. it's still it, you know that machine could fail something could happen that all those drives failed it's not a backup it's it's more safe than the one drive but it isn't about it still isn't a backup a backup should own a backup should be a copy yeah. um, and it should be a faithful copy of something you can you can access when you need it mm-hmm. um and that's the that's the role of the that's the role of the the backup um i mean it, like I say, it, it, it can it can become like a um, you can go down the, the world of Never data really data paranoia, <laughs> um, but it's almost like I mean I'm again as you know I'm I'm quite sort of vocal on these topics. Mm-hmm. You, you should almost have to buy two two drives when you buy a drive. You should almost like have to buy another one yeah. just so that it you know because that's the other thing as well is that a lot of people um, for whatever reason often financially or because it's always a chore they treat the backup as a poor relation so you do find a lot of people will have a, an old crummy drive stuck in the back of the drawer oh yeah pull that out reformat it that could be our backup drive but actually it, that that's the wrong way around you ought to really have your your really brand new super drive that's all lovely and clean and that's your backup because it's that's that's going to save you bacon absolutely um, and i think well that's that's the thing it's 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 like um you 
you can tell who works with data integrity regularly versus people who don't by the fact that how carefully you handle those hard drives. So they are so delicate yeah. and you can't fling them on the on the on the chair or on the table at the end of the day. You have to be very, very careful with them. So how do you transport these drives? Do you put them in protective cases and shells and it, it, like even how you look yeah. after them? Because almost it's a bit like just once that shoot's done this is the only until that's been captured by by me or by an editor that is the only copy yeah. and, and it has to be carried with yeah. such care yeah. and it has to be very very delicate is, did we does your ears prick up then when i said when i throw a bag up in my bag then that, yeah um, and then i was like no, we, no you <laughs> no, don't. I don't you no, better no, I don't. not it's a, it's a, uh, yeah the <laughs> other i mean the other thing as well is to bear in mind that we we're talking about big data here lot, lots and lots of data obviously um, data integrity also leads you down a route about data security, which is another topic, but it's quite, you know, it's quite important on this, you know, on this topic because, um, so say as an example, you were unfortunate enough to get a virus or get hacked or mm -hmm. or your computers get, you know, some, some horrible person hacks in and, and deletes everything or holds your ransom, whatever. By having an external copy, not connected to your network, nothing to do with that moment in time, provides an additional an additional level of um, protection because of course um, you know it's not just theft fire and flood it's also you know horrible people <laughs> oh, oh oh that's a very sweet way to put it no I think that's that's it I think yeah I mean it's it's easy to forget how important data integrity actually is and and it's not the part of our business that often gets seen a lot because it's whirring away in the background all the time it's it's transferring overnight or uploading or downloading whatever it may be but it's 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 absolutely essential for us and obviously if you are use making films on your own or you are doing it yourself always back it up never have it just on your phone yeah. even down to the point where my my paranoia is to turn into a therapy session now my paranoia about backing up has become so intense now that i'll even save the project file to the google drive i'll i'll put yeah, i'll back up the yeah. the workspace that i'm working in because you you end up into more of that well what if what if yeah. what if but it's for good reason yeah. and, and the more time that we commit to caring for that footage and nurturing that content that data it, it is essential to what we do but what what happens after a year though normally oh uh, well you see uh, one year goes by as, we... per, as per the <laughs> as per the howl film terms of business <laughs> that, that I, i'm hoping everybody's you familiar scroll with. it yeah. like a... um yeah i mean it's, it's impractical for us as a business to store raw footage beyond a year after the shoot be, purely because we'd it, we, we'd just be spending so much money on f storage that it becomes becomes so you know um unruly is that the word yeah cumbersome that's a better word um i've been described as both. <laughs> it's just that, um you know that that you can you end up in a situation where it becomes just too too massive and it, yeah. and it's still it's just quite sad because you do it you when you when you do clear out some raw footage after a year or so um you are deleting a moment in time you are deleting yeah. history but we're, you know, we're here, this is a business, we're not... Yeah. We're, and how terrifying is it to, after a year's gone by, to press delete on, on three well, terabytes I'm, of footage or something? It feels very wrong. Again, as we know, <laughs> the, the moment you do delete some footage, even though you spoke to the client and said, oh, we're deleting your footage or, or whatever, you know full well that a week after you've deleted it, you'll get that kind of, ooh, can you remember <laughs> when you shot this? We're looking for this shot and... and 
And then you've got to say, well, you know, a year's passed. A well, year's passed. Well, that's the thing. And that's, but that year thing that we have, not that I'm blowing our own trumpet at all, but if you've listened this far, you must like us. So that's good. <laughs> um, is the fact that if it's been a year and that footage has done nothing on our systems, it's not been used anywhere else. It's just the stuff that the stuff that the client's taken away, the finished film is what they're using and they're getting results from, that's great. But after a year, that might be the time to refresh anyway. Exactly. Because... And that's where we need to be talking to our clients to say, <laughs> you need a new shoot, you need to refresh. Well, no, because, because at the end of the day, it's, and particularly while the pandemic's happened, is that sometimes if clients come back to us saying, hey, can you give us that footage from 2018 or 2019? The world's changed a lot yeah. since then. And, and, and during the pandemic times, you'd need to make sure everyone was socially distant or wearing masks. And the, and the time, the immediate time that that project was shot in defines yeah. what, where it can be used. Because there was sort of, when we've, when we've worked with people in the past who've asked for footage and they want to use that footage again, but reuse it in winter when they shot it in the height of summer. Yeah. And you go, well, who? or they yeah. shot it in Christmas and they want to use it in June. Yeah. It doesn't work. You're right. And also people smile, <laughs> people use... Oh, what was that? Pe people, um, people used to. Oh, do you mind? People used to smile before twenty twenty as well. I know everyone looks so happy, but but hey, that's it's there's. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm so, not I'm so not going down that route. Yeah, so integrity to, to oh blimey, Sorry. have a drink of water. So right. so um, yeah, data management, data integrity, the value of data, and and um, one of our clients and friends. Um, uh, Sanjay from the um, fire safety company. Safety company. I knew that. Um, <laughs> you know, he said that. I remember him saying to me that like businesses that have a fire but aren't adequately protected in terms of their data um, and and other parts of their business, they don't recover. There's a massive percentage. If businesses that lose their data mm -hmm. don't come back. No, it's, and it's that's sobering. It's just as essential as as anything really in business, and and particularly for our business, it's, it's very essential. Yeah. And and yeah, it, and particularly when again when you're filming once in a lifetime stuff, if there's an event that's happening that's never coming back again, you do have that extra creeping. Right, we have to make sure this is backed up. But okay, last question. Okay, this is not a silly question again because this is quite a serious one, wasn't it? It was serious. I feel like. Yeah, now I feel like I have to go back up this podcast <laughs> just to be sure. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. It's, it is backed up, so that's good. Um, is what is? How do I put this? When what was your what was data storage like for you when what? you started your when you were younger years ago, many years ago? You all, this always this always start this this question always go. You are so old that well. <laughs> Interestingly, if you go way back to when I when I started in the creative industry, yes. it was just storage because there was no data. It was just storage. It was basically just a box. it was job bags. <laughs> it was job bags with artwork in them. And actual you'd actually take the artwork out and look at it and hold it to the light and So storage was just a shelf in a box. Storage was a shelf in a box. <laughs> okay. So um, you know, back in the day, it wasn't it wasn't like now. I mean, obviously um, businesses used to back up their kind of vital um, sort of account stuff and, and, and management things on, you know, floppy, floppy disks. Yeah. You know. Oh, well, see, that's what I was going to come on to, which is I remember when I was at primary school, I was about seven or eight and we had an ICT lesson and that was in very early 2000s and the ICT teacher held up a floppy disk and he was like, this is the future. Well. And actually, weirdly, I know it's not, and the, the 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 lesson all went about 
looking at why it is a floppy disk and it is genuinely a floppy disk. It's a disk that, that is floppy. floppy. If you take, well, if you, well, actually the inside is a floppy disk because of course a five and a half inch disk um, was, was it five and, a, five and a quarter? I can't remember. That was actually floppy. You could actually bend it. Oh. Uh, then, then they use the hard shell three and three inch disks um, and the insides were, were floppy, but the outsides was, was hard. What is interesting with anything to do with data size is that you always think, that's in, that, that'll never, you know, like, it, it doesn't matter what it is. So, like, and, and the same applies for, you know, we've talked about this before, like, 2K, 2.5K, 4K, 6K, 12K, 8K, all this stuff. It'll never, you'll never need it. Well, in reality, it's just like an arms race. So I'm sure, I'm sure there's a camera manufacturer in the wings about to launch a 24K camera, and I'm sure that you'll be able to get 10 terabyte little SSDs in a matter of, you know, and it's just, yeah. and, and then, you know, everyone will have 100 terabyte drives and, and then computers and, have to update. And then and computers have to update. And, and, and certainly it's just, a, it's just, it just goes on and on and on. I wonder on where on. it stops, but for all the editors in the world, we were hoping there's no 24K because otherwise our eyes will just melt, I think. Yeah, but, but in a sense. <laughs> I've got glasses already. I mean, obviously it's progress. And it? But at the time, you always think, I mean, I remember back in back in the day, if I say back in the day once more, <laughs> I'm going to stop myself from doing it. But in the past, um, you know, you get, you know, even like 1.44 megabytes. That's incredible. Or like when you, you know, the first little MP3 players that came out, you can get... 200 songs on here, that's incredible. And so on, so on, so on. Well, that's and, a, that yeah. was um, a reel we did, just to round off, a reel we did a while back um, this year was where we actually worked out how many floppy disks we would line up. Um, so, you know those floppy disks about a few inches wide, those little square three ones? Three-inch ones. Three-inch ones, yes. okay, there we go. You're showing your age now. Yes. Um, those three-inch ones. Um, how many of those we would need to line up in order to fit one terabyte. So one terabyte is a thousand gigabytes. It's normally the standard of, of footage storage that we use. And it was about 39 feet, I think. The, the, <laughs> you'd have to line up 39 feet of, drives. of, of floppy disks yeah. in order to cater for what we do. And that's just not manageable. Yeah. So. And, that's, and the one terabyte is only is a little drive. That's tiny, when that's you get a baby. Into, when you get into the big ones, well, anyway, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we can talk about this for yes. hours, as we, we probably have. It's gone, it's gone dark it's actually, in the time. It actually has gone dark as we've been talking. So. <laughs> so this is why people don't invite us to parties. So. Okay. Right, right, well, that's it for today. Uh, if you do like listening to us, um, that's awesome. Thank you so much for the reviews we've had so far. If you could leave us a review uh, wherever you get your podcasts or listen to us on www.howlfilm.co.uk. If you've got a question or something you want us to talk about or you want to be on the show, please let us know on the contact form on the website or via LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram or Twitter and we'll be with you every Tuesday including next week. Bye! Bye.